Welcome back to the Engineering YouTube and podcast. And I did promise that I was going to get these out more regularly. And here we are one week later with the next one. So um, firstly, I hope you're all doing very well. Um, it's been a very cold week in the UK here. Um, I've currently got the builders in doing some work in the back garden. And I feel very sorry for them, incidentally. I leant out the window a minute ago and said it's very cold, isn't it? No shit, Sherlock. They're in minus two and I'm in a very comfortable, warm office. So didn't I feel an idiot? Anyway, so before we get into um, the main sort of topic for today, I just thought I'd give you a bit of an update on my personal car. So if this is your first time listening to the Engineering podcast, um, then you probably won't know that I have a Porsche 981 Cayman. In fact, you may do actually, if you've listen to if you were an avid listener to the Porsche Cool podcast with Michael Bath um, I was on that and on the Porsche Talk podcast with uh, Mark and Ajmal so um, hello to those guys by the way if they've decided to drop in and have a listen um, so I I mean what's going to come out quite soon on YouTube is a bit about selling that uh, 9A1 Cayman and what I did next and all sorts of stuff there's a whole story to it the upshot is I'm I'm now at the point where I'm starting to modify the car um, and there's a string of modifications I've already completed. Um, and again, those are going to be broken down over the YouTube sort of series of that car anyway. But I'm at the point now where I'm working on the interior. So um, with the, if you can imagine um, buying your Porsche and then thinking I want PTS or exclusive manufacturer um this is kind of the approach i'm taking with my car so the intention is for me to never sell this car ever um and friends of mine will laugh at that but the reality is that's where i am with it and because of that uh i'm personalizing it totally to my taste completely aware that actually some of it might be a bit divisive some of it might be not that interesting to somebody else or not particularly <laughs> probably not particularly classy to other people but I absolutely love the kind of plan that I've got in my head. And that's the important thing, right? These things, any modification of a car, go into it with the simple fact that it's money down the drain. Don't expect. Um, there's very, very few modifications you can do that will add value to your car. Maybe that's a topic for another day is modifications that do add value. Um, the, the, the principal thing I had in my head is... Uh, if you could, if it was off a spec list, if it was, you know, taking the ideas from over the years, things from sort of heritage Porsche, stuff from the 50, from what, 50s, 60s, 70s, even the 80s, um, and then kind of pick, cherry picking what I like personally and then trying to incorporate a modern take on that. So I really like, uh, and some, again, like I said, I know that this isn't to everyone's taste. Um, I kind of, Carrera T or 911T-esque uh, take on things or an RS take on things. So I'm not overly bothered about acres of leather. I'm not overly bothered about, um, you know, stitched this. And th those things don't really make a big difference to me. What I do like is, um, the, again, like the, the fabric door pulls, okay? That stuff, I really like that. Uh, and, and I'm completely aware that there is absolutely no weight saving whatsoever. It's just a gimmick. I, I do understand that. But those things are things that are not particularly easy to install. There are um, 
aftermarket companies that do it and i've seen the 987 version and i didn't love the installation of the 987 version because actually what you'd expect is to pull the fabric which uses a there's a latch mechanism behind it and it it kind of it's like a cam effectively and it operates that cam to be able to release the latch but this the actual um the aftermarket piece it kind of pulls the whole the whole unit out and all you're really doing is adding um, fabric to the door pool so i didn't want that um it needs to be oem all of it needs to be oem or as close to as possible so that's what i'm trying to do at the moment is hunt down um a set of the fabric door pools and they come on a 991 gt3 rs a carrera t I don't know if it's on a GT. I don't think it's on. Maybe you could have spec'd a Club Sport GT4 and it would have come on a 981 GT4 and it would have come on those as well. I'm not totally sure. Um, if you see any around, ping me a message, slide into the DMs on, on Instagram um, and let me know. Um, so that's what I'm hunting for at the moment is that. Um, the other thing that's come up recently, actually, and I've already shot a short video with him, although he said it was over an hour, which I could completely believe. Um, it's built by Basil. Now, if you haven't been over to Built by Basil's Instagram, do that because that guy, not only just he's a legend anyway, he's a really nice chap. The quality of the gear knobs that he makes, which is what I'm getting onto now is gear knobs. Um, it, it's it's basically OEM. They are absolutely phenomenal. And it's it's the guy sort of put all his chips in the middle of the table and decided to set up his own company Um yeah, and and I I won't spoil it because I think it's a really interesting. I love I love people trying to do something right. Anyone that's creative and is trying to do something for themselves, or kind of do something that other people aren't, all the time in the world for that. So, um, so I ran over to him. It's probably when was it? It's probably the back end of last year, and I dropped off the standard shift mechanism from my 981 because part of my modification set that i've done so far is to introduce the gt4 uh shift mech it really it, it doesn't do a great deal it's just a slightly shorter um it's just a slightly shorter shift that's all it is um, anyway so i um so i dropped my shift mech over to him so that way he can um kind of get the fitment absolutely spot on um i i've got no problem with that he can borrow it for as long as he likes or you know hang on to it for as long as he likes it's no issue to me um and he sort of semi-promised me he i know he's had one chap in the states that he's been working with fairly continuously for a while so i think he's promised the first 981 stroke 991 um gear knob uh for that guy uh, but i'm mine's shortly after so we're in it's the uh, friday the 20th of jan now that i'm editing this and I think mine's due in a couple of weeks. So what is it? Which one is it? What have I gone for? I'm going for a um, Carrera GT style wooden multi-layered. And I think it's balsa wood in the 917 originally. But um, it'll be whatever wood he's got around that is basically the same colours. Um, and But it direct fit. So no um, kind of bad, you know, stick on stuff. It fits like an original part wood. Um so I'm pretty excited about that. So I think you're probably getting the idea of what the kind of overall take on the car is. I'm not bothered about the plastic, happy with plastic. Um, but I just want to kind of add those things that kind of make it a more sporting car for me personally. Um, 
what else have I done interior-wise so far? Uh, interior-wise, I've changed all of the dash trims, including the cup holder, from the kind of standard silver that you get. Um, and they've been changed over to body color, so that's white for me. And that was hugely expensive. I think I was probably slightly insane at that point because if I was to do it again, I probably wouldn't. It's too much money for what it was, um, but it's done. And then we're really looking at trimming options. Now I bought a uh, cup holder, an armrest in Alcantara, and um, I'm going to trim the seats in Alcantara or the center part of the seats in Alcantara, the steering wheel in Alcantara. <clears throat> I'm going to trim the center, the seats in Alcantara, the steering wheel in Alcantara, and the shift boots in Alcantara um, with a green stitch, with an Irish green stitch. Because that kind of Irish green thing is kind of part of the kind of counterbalance to white, because white's such a, it's like a blank canvas, isn't it, right? So um, I wanted some sort of kind of, um, yeah, contrast stitch, but not in the same way that you'd have acres of the stuff all over the place, just small bits. Um, so that's the plan for that with a, and the, the steering wheel will have a green Alcantara center marker instead of the kind of um, standard color. Um, so that's the plan with the interior anyway. And I'm kind of chipping away at that as time goes by looking for bargains and um, figuring out how I can do it all. In terms of who's gonna do the trimming, um, in, in the past I've spoken to D-Class Auto and every now and again we trade um, DMs or a post on Instagram and I kind of really do need to pick the phone up and, and chat some more about um, booking it in so that's probably the plan whether that's later this year I would imagine it would be later this year um, but also depending on their workload um, if that happens then I'll shoot that whole thing I'm sure that you know I know Tom Tom Exton TG um, Tom had his done at D class is 912 um, and they did a fantastic, an amazing job on that. So they did that in a kind of aged vintage leather. And that vintage leather was really, really smart. So um, yeah, and the quality of the work is perfect. Absolutely perfect. So they're definitely the right people. If they can't, if they're too busy or, um, or something comes up that it's just difficult for us um, to work together on that, it may go to somewhere else. But the initial thoughts are D-class. Um, and at that point, I think let's move on to the main topic of the day. Um, so what are we going to talk about this week? We're going to talk about Chris Harris selling his 992. Um, for those of you who haven't seen yet, Chris on Thursday, uh, was it Wednesday or Thursday? Wednesday. Wednesday the 18th, uh, had put a note out and, um, some posts out on, Instagram saying he is getting rid of his 992, recently acquired 992 GT3 touring. So what does that mean for the industry? What does that mean in terms of uh, where things are going? If Chris Harris, um, in terms of global kind of standing in the car industry and in terms of um, having followers and people that really do take a note of what he's saying and what he does, the fact that he's letting his go so quickly, what does that mean? Well, I put a post out, I put a reel out uh, on my Instagram page uh, at Rengineering UK and asked that question. What what would you do if you had um, the 991 generation GT3 Touring and a 992? Would you do what he did? Would you get rid of the 992 and hold on to your earlier car? And Chris's is, actually, is a bit of a mess, really. If you've 
he put a um, video out on YouTube, I think it was probably about a year ago now, of him taking his touring package, 991, to the track, do some skids. And there was bits of trim falling off and the dog had been in it forever and chewed half the um, inside up. And yeah, it was a bit of a mess really. But but he was really fond of that car and had bonded over it and it wrapped. He didn't like the um, speed yellow paint, so he'd wrapped it in signal yellow, which does look great to be fair. But it's definitely showing its age. So I understand why he might want to go and get something a little bit more modern, a bit of a refresh, especially seems so iteratively. Each generation is supposed to be better with Porsche, right? So what does it mean? That reel I put out, I put a poll on it and said, what would you do? 992 or 991, would you sell the 992 straight away and keep your 991 or would you keep the 992? And 68% of the votes said they'd keep the 991. 32% said they keep the 992. Now that says quite a lot to me. <laughs> two thirds of people, just over two thirds of people would hold on to the earlier car. Um, now Chris has said that part of his concerns were around the ergonomics of the cabin and the fact that the cup holder is just nonsensical. It's actually where your armrest would be, which I don't know why on earth you'd do that. And the if you think about the 991 generation, for those of you that don't know, the 901 generation has got this really funky little um, pop-down flap on the passenger side, and you just push the flap and out pops a couple of cup holders. It's, I mean, they're a bit shallow, but they do a great job, um, and, and that's what I've got in my 981. So I completely understand if you've gone from that to um, something as, as silly as just having a basic cup holder where your arm would go, especially if you're using that car a lot, it's going to drive you nuts. So, um, yeah, hard to understand why they did that because they're normally pretty spot on in terms of ergonomics. Um, the other thing Chris didn't like, uh, and he was quite open about this, which surprised me, he didn't like the fact that he was planning to trade the uh, 992 GT3 Touring back into the network to buy a GT4 RS. Well, very sadly, uh, Reading Porsche who I have no contact with, I've never been in touch with, I've never spoken to, so I can't comment on this personally, but his perspective was that they treated him pretty badly um, and weren't interested in having his 992 in. Again, what does, that, what does that tell us? To an extent, it tells us either they're not interested in his business personally or they're not interested in the car. Um, neither one of those seemed like a good thing to me. Um, Chris, clearly, is fairly influential. I'm podcasting about the fact that he has been treated badly by Reading, so it's got out there pretty quickly um, to a general person. But also, if Porsche aren't interested in having a 992 G3 Touring back into the network, because um, I would imagine Chris wouldn't be asking for huge overs like it will go on collecting cars, um, what does that say about their interest in retaining and bringing cars back into the network? I don't know. You guys come and talk to me about it, just slide in the DMs in, on Instagram, I'm um, probably going to do a YouTube video on this as well because I think it's quite an interesting point um, where the evolution of those cars is um, and what's going to happen in terms of dealer retention and moving things on. It's been so weird this last few years in terms of values for cars, um, you know, shooting up over COVID and now kind of flattening out and coming back down again. Who knows what the dealers are trying to do? There's parts, you know, there's parts issues and supply chain issues all the way through manufacture with um, people being told they can't have all of the options that they plan to have and they were getting locked into not having um, PCCB some of the stereo upgrades weren't available 
all sorts of bits and pieces. And and actually, if you if you've got the option of having a car back into the network that looks fully specced, why would you not do that? And why would you treat somebody that's got so much influence? And I know he hates being called an influencer, but let's face it, he is. Um, why would you not do that? Anyway, so that that's where I'm going to leave it for the moment. It's a, it's a big question mark. Interesting for me that the feedback from you guys was that it's a sort of uh, one-third, two-thirds split. Keep the 991. Um, yes, slide over and uh, interact with me on Instagram, and I'll meet you back here next week for another one of these. Take care, and bye for now. So I'll just follow this up very quickly and do two things. Firstly, apologize for the um, tiny bit of distortion in that episode. Couldn't seem to get rid of it. Thanks for, if you stuck around to, the, to after this, then good for you. And the other thing I'll say is I'm still learning, okay? Um, every now and again, I get the odd little bit of nerves kick in and uh, repeat the same word over and over again. Again, earworm um, and apparently slide over was the earworm of this week. Anyway, um, thanks ever so much again for everybody that's followed so far. And um, yeah, I will look, to, look forward to seeing you very soon. Take care. Bye bye.